General Schwarzkopf's uh, first rule, the one I'm too dumb to get, don't be the 39th and last speaker. <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. Other than a separation of 30 years or so, we're both in the same place, looking to our futures as a blank page full of possibilities. From the age of 19 until a month ago, I've been consistently and rather gainfully employed. I decided to stop and pause, make my life unpredictable again. I thought I was both young enough to start and old enough to know how. I wanted to find out what I didn't know. I wanted to find out where that could lead. I wanted to drive across the country and see what I could see. Before interrupting that trip to come here, I was driving and musing along those ridiculously hot highways, Miami, Tallahassee, Mobile, wondering if any gleanings from my long career were useful. Was there anything valuable, exportable in those experiences for either of us? When I was in my early 20s, I had a great job for a kid. I was the assistant to the head of programming of ABC. I ran the whole department while my boss was free to go out and create television series like The Flying Nun. I was sure my career was always going to be administrative. I'd work for this talented guy, and as he grew, I'd follow him, happily making everything neat and clean so that the creative types could thrive. Never did I think that I could be one of them. That was the exciting place to be in television. That was, that was its core but it was much too scary on that side of the hall. Much better over here, where I was so comfortable and at such a young age, with so much power and nothing at risk. My fear of putting myself on the line froze me from even thinking I was qualified for creative work. The senior goal I would permit myself, my top fantasy, was that I'd be the best damn clerk in the world. One fateful day, though, he threw a script in me, and he said, read it and tell the producer what you think. I was terrified. This guy was the emperor of television at the time. He had something like 11 shows on the air. I studied the script. I hated it. I tried to be polite and careful, but the guy cornered me. So I got out my opinion, and in the incompetence of my response, he wiped me from one end of the room to the other. But thank God I was wet. I was in the water, hardly courageously. But I was in there nonetheless, panting and barely breathing and trying to defend myself with whatever ideas I could come up with. And, and though I was hardly above the waterline, I hadn't drowned. And I made this discovery, this incredible revelation for me. I was so wildly wrong in my certainty of what I could and couldn't do. And I learned, go into the uncomfortable and push past it, be lucky enough have somebody push you beyond the fears and your sense of limitations. I've essentially been doing it ever since, putting myself at risk, overcoming my discomfort. And though I got much better at scripts, I would never forget telling that producer what a terrible idea MASH was. It was always like that for me. When we invented the movie of the week, everyone said it was hopeless. It wasn't. It revolutionized television at the time. When we put Roots on the air and created the miniseries, they said you couldn't do that either. They always say it. And the terrible part is, of course, sometimes they're right and you fall on your face. 
unproved, untested ideas are truly frightening to nurture in what is always an unfriendly environment. But the only way you and they get to grow is not to be frozen to inaction by the insecurity of it all. I went to Paramount and I started at the top as chairman of the board with utterly no movie experience. As the first person to come from the perceived lower form of television, I was treated as the scum of the earth. On my side, I thought the movie business was populated by thieves and infidels and ran rather stupidly. I had an absolutely terrible time figuring, it out, figuring out how to change it. I was making no progress and almost no sense. I did begin ever slowly at first to think we were putting some basics down, and that gave me some energy to fight off the world that was last, fast losing patience. The man who was head of Paramount's parent company, who had taken such a risk in hiring me, was being pressured daily to get rid of me. He was constantly being told by outsiders that we were the last stop for all sorts of scripts and material, the seventh on a list of seven companies, so how could we expect to get anything but all the worst rejected properties to make movies out of? We were a disaster, a joke to everyone, except me. I thought we were actually doing good work, making good individual decisions, and since no one wanted to talk to us anyway, kind of ignoring what everyone else was doing. But the truth was, the wear and tear on everyone was terrible. I was fine, I was losing heart, and so I quit, saying it would be better for everyone if I left at the end of the year. That was in September. In October, Paramount released its first success in about 35 tries, and within six months went from seventh to first place and broke every re record in the history of the movie business. A lot of lessons, but the one I remember best was thinking that maybe it was a good thing not to be the first stop, getting what everyone thinks is the hottest, best material. Maybe nobody really knows what's best. Maybe best is making your own choices, regardless of the order you receive them. Maybe all that does is weigh you down with the morning line, the best odds in a world where odds and craftiness do you no good other than give you false comfort. Better to be uncomfortable and just be left alone to believe in what you can get together on the merits of your own judgment. How genuinely uncomfortable. I'd found a new way to be afraid. What a great danger. After Paramount, these irritating but invigorating challenges kept coming for me when we started Fox Broadcasting Company. A man who owned CBS was quoted as saying he wouldn't give a plug nickel for Fox. It's chances. A couple of years later, Fox made about $70 million and CBS lost 200. The cycle went round one more time, just as unpredictable and rocky, rough, and scary a passage, as always. So as I leave you and I go back to the odyssey of driving myself and my car, crazy and worse, around the country, trying to figure out my future, worried to hell I'll disappoint myself and everyone else with some bird brain idea that will fail. As the stakes get even bigger, and when that fear of failure looms larger, because everybody assumes I'm going to be so successful, I'm going to try and force myself try very hard and pull through the memories, my life's only real lessons, of just how much strength, how much exciting, rewarding life 
you can take from facing and transcending the danger of the unknown, the untried, the risky in yourself and your fears. Thank you and have a great adventure.